it is your OFA Blue Devils hosting the Governor Wildcats. The winner moves on tomorrow to the Boys Class B Championship against either Potsdam or Salmon River. They're squaring off themselves today. We got a whole bunch of stuff to get to. But where I always start is you. I thank you for listening. We've done this for about seven years now, and it's really appreciated. It was just in the dugout of the Governor Wildcats head coach, uh, Joe Wall, and I was speaking with him. And a couple years back when the OFA Blue Devil football team was in the New York State semifinals against Burke Catholic, he drove from Governor to be able to pick up the reception to Herman DeKalb to listen to that game and head coach Matt Tesmer. So just a lot of great stories. It's really appreciated. I thank you very much. And also our sponsors, right? You hear me say it. It is the broken record, but it still holds true every time. They support the kids out on the diamond and all the sports complexes and fields. Please go into these places, use some of their services, maybe buy a couple things, and we work things. And you know that full circle here around the North Country, your OFA Blue Devils, head coached by Larry Mahaffey, Steve Pearson. Let's break down the regular season Central Division, the Malone Huskies. It took them to the last day of the regular season and the last game against your OFA Blue Devils. But they finish at 10-2, and two, the Potsdam Sandstoners in second at 9-3 and three this season, the Messina Red Raiders 7-5, and five, the OFA Blue Devils 8-4, and four, the Governor Wildcats, they come in at 5-7, and seven, the Canton Bears 3-9, and nine, and the Salmon River Shamrocks 0-12, oh but the Salmon River Shamrocks in the play-in game, number four, number five seed, knocked off the Canton Bears, I want to say maybe 9-2 to two the other day. So Salmon River has punched their ticket into the other semifinal against the Potsdam Sandstorms. But it is here, and it is now, and your Blue Devils, they start their track for a possible seven straight Section 10 championship and standing right in the way is Connor Fenlong and the Governor Wildcats. I remember two years ago, these teams going at it in the Boys Class B Championship from Clarkson University. And what a performance both teams put on. It was Fenlong against Baldwin. I remember Ethan uh, bases loaded twice in that game. One time with one out. I think the other time with two got out of the jam. Blue Devils played on the diamond a gem defensively. And that is what this game is all about today. Runs may be a premium, and you just have to play defense. I hate saying it. I know they're teenagers. I know they make mistakes, but you cannot make the mistakes today. You cannot give extra bases out there and let things happen on the bases with pass balls. You've got to be in command of the strike zone. You can't throw a lot of balls. You can't put the guys on with the walks. Then if a pass ball happens or an error, obviously that becomes a lot more magnified. So it's just as the Blue Devils have played over the years, and I've been so proud, and we just hope they can do it here again this afternoon, is just play fundamental defense out on the diamond. We already got a big trick up the sleeve from head coach Larry Mahaffey. Not something I was expecting that we'll get back to next year on the North Country Sports Authority. getaway or road trip in the future for you and your wheels. Now is the time to have Mort Backus and Sons check over your vehicle for summertime. Our GM certified technicians can help fix everything from air conditioning issues to weak batteries and all things in between. Give us a call at 393-6000 today to set up an appointment and we'll be glad to help you out. Mort Backus and Sons, taking care of the North Country for over 60 years.
Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit SeawayValleyPreventionCouncil.net. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Exclusive home for North Major Country League Sports Baseball. Leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Baseball, and just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of boys Class B semifinal action here from Ogdensburg Free Academy. They are the number two seed, the Blue Devils, in these boys Class B baseball playoffs. They are taking on the three-seeded Governor Wildcats and the other semifinalists. Number five is seeded Salmon River taking on the number one seeded Potsdam Sandstoners. Before we took a break, as we are in our Mort Backus and Sons pregame show. I mentioned that Larry Mahaffey, a little trick up the old baseball sleeve, something that I was not expecting. In fact, I was preaching for days about the pitching matchup that we were thinking would loom ahead. In fact, when I was in the dugout of the Governor of Wildcats for speaking with head coach Joe Wall, he talked about having to go mano-mano, throwing your best pitchers well. Put on the brakes a little bit because your OFA Blue Devils are going to, and this is not a bad thing, trust me, whatsoever. It's just an interesting move. Jackson Triano will start pitching for your OFA Blue Devils tonight. I remember sitting here in the very first game early in May when I got a chance to broadcast the OFA Blue Devils. And when you look, they didn't lose a ton of players. They lost some good players in Avery Love, Joey Dalton, and Willie Kroger. You doubt, no doubt about it. But they had a ton of guys coming back, and they are very deep in their pitching rotation. I mean, you got Ethan. You've got Jackson. You've got Justin McCormick. We've seen Jacob Sharp out there, Hayden Knives. We've seen a number of pitchers that can get the job done on the hill. So whereas Governor right now going in this game is saying we're going to throw definitely our number one and try to get to the championship game, the Blue Devils doing things just a little bit differently here. And I don't want to say it in the fact that Jackson's number two to Baldwin, but Ethan in the bigger games generally has gotten the start. That is just the way things have been. But with that being said, Blue Devils are deep in their pitching staff. Jackson can throw some heat. I've seen him throw this year, and we'll have to see how this baby is going to unfold out onto the baseball diamond here this afternoon. It should be a dandy. Over the years in the playoffs, and I do get a little bit nervous as we get into them because it's all about the wheels on the bus keep going round and round, but the Blue Devils have played real fundamental ball in the Section 10 playoffs, when they've gotten in the state playoffs and their run to the Final Fours, again, fundamental ball defensively on the diamond. That is the absolute key here this afternoon. These two teams went at it in a doubleheader earlier in the season, and, well, it was your OFA Blue Devils that knocked off the Governor Wildcats 11-3, to and then in the end it was 2-1, to another victory in that game. Governor Wildcats, Fenlong, 14 strikeouts, Ethan, 17 strikeouts, and my, oh, my, Jackson Toronto going to have his hands full on the hill here to try to compete with Fenlong. I believe the junior could do it, no doubt. 
and we're going to get to our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union starting lineup here for your OFA Blue Devils on the diamond defensively at home on the hill. Junior Jackson Triano backing him up in the catcher's position. Junior Hayden Ives at first. Senior Mr. Reliable down the first baseline. He's been doing it at least since a freshman. I feel like almost as long as I've been broadcasting, he's been here, but he hasn't. He came a couple years after. Jacob Sharp, the junior, playing in the second base position. Ethan Baldwin, Jr. at third base. Senior Jared Barr in the shortstop position. You go out to left field. We've got the junior in Grant LeBeau center field this afternoon. We've got sophomore Connor Griffith and out in right field to close up the diamond defensively for your OFA Blue Devils senior Brody Woods. That is your St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union established since 1954 where you are worth more than money starting lineup. The Governor Wildcats freshman Jared Wilson to lead them off. Junior Ty Reed bats in the second spot. Senior Connor Fenlong in the third. Junior Devin June in the cleanup spot. Sophomore Mitchell Tyler bats in the fifth spot. Jacob Linka Jr. He'll bat in the sixth spot. Senior Dylan Gear in the seventh spot. Mason Pinky, the senior, batting in the eighth spot. And the designated hitter batting in the ninth spot, Mitchell Longstreth for the Wildcats and head coach Joe Wall. That is the lineup. Your OFA Blue Devils soon to take the diamond defensively here. This boys' Class B semifinal going to get underway when we come back next on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. Your doctor, in addition to medications, may prescribe exercise, and there is none better and easier than walking. And how about a new dog friend to walk with? You may find these new friends at the St. Lawrence Valley SPCA. If you aren't able to adopt a pet, how about donating your coin change to your local SPCA at our cash register during April and May? These innocent animals deserve our help. For all your medications, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. We step out of our Mark Backus and Sons pregame show. We now go to the top of the first inning. Boys, Class B semifinals, a huge game for both teams. Either team can win here this afternoon. No offense to the Wildcats, but obviously we're hoping for your OFA Blue Devils here this afternoon. First pitch out of the right hand of Jackson Toronto. Low, one ball, no strikes to the freshman Wilson. Left-handed battery swings on the second, misses, evens up the count one and one. The winner today will have to advance tomorrow to the championship game. Joe Wall, the Wildcats, throw number one. And Jackson Toronto on the hill here for your OFA Blue Devils today. A little bit low, two balls and one strike. Wilson quickly back in the box. Here comes the pitch. That's hit hard, and that is down the left field line. Fair, and then drifted towards going out foul. And with a stand-up double, the governor, Wildcats, freshman 
Jared Wilson on board, and that is absolutely huge for the Governor Wildcats getting off the bus on the road here and smacking a line drive down the left field line. It landed fair and then curtailed foul. Governor Wildcats in their gray uniforms, the blue stripe up the side, bright blue jerseys, yellow numbers on the back. Your say Blue Devils, they're gray paint, and they've got the blue jerseys, white numbers on the back. Tyree, Jr., Penlong on deck, June in the hole. Runner on second, nobody down. Here comes the pitch, popped up. And there's a couple trees behind home plate. You never know when they foul them back and they get caught up there. What might be raining down. And we've now got a one-and-one count here to Reed. Reed gets into the right-handed batter's box. Toronto gets ready. Looks back that runner. Here comes the pitch, a beauty. Catching the outside corner, and now one ball and two strikes. Runs an absolute premium on both sides of the fence here this afternoon. Toronto looks back to runner Wilson. Here comes the pitch. Swung on that. It's hit high into center field. Center fielder coming in for the Old Bay Blue Devils. Should have it, and the runners kept it second base. Connor Griffith, a nice grab out in the center field to retire Reed. F8 in the books, and that will bring up Fenlon. And I remember, I don't know where it was or how it went, but reading that double header that the Blue Devils and the Wildcats had, Fenlon not only pitching the gym, but also had a home run in one of the games. And now the senior digs into the right-handed batter's box with a big duck on the pond in second. Here comes the pitch, curveball, and a beauty by Jackson. And no balls, and one strike is your count. June on deck, Tyler in the hole for the Governor Wildcats. Toronto again looks Wilson back a couple times. Here comes the pitch. Low, great block in the dirt by Hayden Eyes. He does not get in front of that. That's going back to the cage, and Wilson be standing on third right now. Just like the boys lacrosse team, unfortunately their season came to an end last night, has a lot of good athletes. So does this baseball team. Here comes the pitch. Low in the dirt, another block. Two balls. One strike to count here to Fenlong. Again, Hayden Ives now two excellent blocks behind the plate. Fenlong looks the runner back at second. Three times this time. Here comes the pitch low outside. So now three balls, one strike count. Jackson, we'll see what he does here. He could throw one right down the middle trying to get the strike and does and swing and missing his Fenlong and all of a sudden we have a full count, three balls and two strikes. And in big games, you know, during the regular season, not so big when it's a three and one count and you, you want the pitcher to battle back as much and as big as it is here in the playoffs. Here comes the next one and a beauty right down the pipe swinging and missing his Fenlong. And what a way to battle back for Triano on the hill. It was three balls and one strike. In the end, he gets the strikeout and second out. But this inning isn't over. These two teams know how to play with two outs as June steps into the right-handed batter's box. Tyler on deck, Link in the hole. Here comes the pitch, and that a strike across the plate, just above the knees. No balls and one strike. Well, momentum swung early to the Governor Wildcats with the leadoff double, but the momentum could swing to the Blue Devils if they could get this potential third out and get out of the inning here. Here comes the fire from Toronto right down the middle, right at the knees, and no balls and two strikes is the count. 
I am not Jackson, but if I was, I'd try to throw something off the plate a little bit, maybe to get June to chase. Looks back to runner. Here comes the pitch. He does it right down the middle, but a little bit below the kneecap. A good call there by the uh, one ball and two strikes is the count. First inning being brought to you by Seaway Valley Council's reality check, and you decide one in the dirt. And again, Hayden Eyes doing a great job getting his body in front of it. And there's now three potential times that that runner could have been on third base here. And if he got to third, maybe he could be home potentially with another pass call. So great job by both pitcher and catcher here in this top half of the first. Here comes the pitch right down the middle. Ball strike three. Wow. That is an unbelievable job. No runs, one hit, no errors. They strand one. It was a leadoff double by Wilson in the cap, but then Toronto settles down. Ives blocks him. Big-time pitches behind the plate, and then you go three outs in a row after the leadoff double. It is 0-0 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Sharp, McCormick, Barr due up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. Do you mind if I go golfing with the boys? Maybe I should try this another way. Hey, hon, I picked this up for you earlier today. It's one of Rose's homemade desserts from Buster's. Ah, oh, this looks delicious. By the way, honey, do you mind if I go golfing with the boys today? Oh, yeah. Man, if you haven't tried one of Rose's homemade desserts, stop into Buster's in Ogdensburg or Ken. Too good to have just one. And don't forget, baby back ribs back at Buster's on Sunday night. Mashed potatoes aside comes with the salad bar. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Academy and your Blue Devils boys baseball team in a big game against the Governor Wildcats, and they're getting ready to come up to bat and face Connor Long. But your Blue Devils did a great job defensively after giving up a leadoff double to keep that runner stranded on second, getting the next three out. Your St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union batting order here for the OFA Blue Devils. Jacob Sharp, Jr., leading the soft, senior Justin McCormick in the second spot. Senior Jared Barr in the third. Junior Jackson Toronto in the fourth spot. Junior Ethan Baldwin batting in the fifth spot. Junior Hayden Ives will bat in the sixth spot. Senior Brody Woods in the seventh. Sophomore Connor Griffith in the eighth. And junior Grant LeBeau in the ninth spot. And now they say potential major leaguer potential here on the hill in Connor Fenlong. And you could tell when he throws the ball to the glove, and the catcher catches it for the Wildcats. You can just hear the snap of the glove a little more. And now he gets ready to throw to his catcher, Ty Reed. And in is Jacob Sharp. Here comes the pitch, and that is strike one hard at the knees. Junior Jacob Sharp has unique ability, not always to get the hips to get on, but just a lot of times finds ways to get on. And that's what you need in your leadoff hitter. They're going to be tough against Fenlong. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, missed. 
good cut, and that's what you got to do sometimes. You just got to go for it and swing, and no balls, and two strikes is your count. And are you? The UPS store in Augensburg on deck circle. Justin McCormick, Jared Barr in the hole. Here comes the fire, swung on, fouled. And Sharp staying alive here. No balls and two strikes. Our first inning today being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Decide. It's been really awesome having them on board. They've been going to the schools, the big games, participating, handing things out. They're just trying to get kids not to gamble when they're young and trying to get cigarette advertising out of the stores, and you can't argue against that. So much appreciated they've come on board, and now outside and low evens up the count, two balls and two strikes. So Sharp trying to get himself back in this at-bat here, right-handed batter, two and two. Here comes the right-handed release, and that is swung on and missed a beauty from Fenlong right down the middle of the pipe. And that is his first strikeout as Justin McCormick now, the senior, will step into the right-handed batter's box. Assistant coach Steve Pearson down the third base side. Head coach Larry Mahaffey down the first base side. Here comes the fire from Fenlong right down the middle, swinging and missing is McCormick. Blue Devils at home accompany the first base side dugout. The Wildcats on the road accompany the third base side dugout. Fenlong rolling early. Here comes the big fire. That is a strike on the inside corner. And now no balls and two strikes is the count. McCormick got to try to protect his out here in this at-bat with two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Swung on towards first base. Couple hopper. First baseman picks it up and in time to touch the bag. McCormick is retired, and that will bring up the senior Jared Barr for the OFA Blue Devils. A lot of seniors on this Blue Devil team. Not a ton, but some that have played some years and been a big part to this Blue Devil boys baseball team. OFA Athletics in general. Here comes a pitch from Fenlong and swing and missing his bar. A good, solid cut. He was ready. Just didn't put the bat to the ball. No balls. One strike is your count. Next fire from Fenlong. Low in the dirt. Evens up to count one and one. Again, it's not always about scoring runs. Sometimes it's just about getting base runners, especially against a pitcher like Fenlong, just to make him work a little bit harder, just to try to get some things going on the bases. If a pass ball happens, you got somebody on there. So even though there's two outs and things are going by quickly, we'd love to see Barr get on here for the Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul back to the cage. And count now goes to one ball and two strikes. So Fenlong so far... And the first three batters he's went up against has been ahead in the count each and every time. Now, man-to-man, Fenlon gets ready. Catcher sets up outside a little bit. Here comes the pitch, low and outside. Two balls, two strikes is your count. You don't hear a lot from the young man and Jared Barr. Just kind of goes about his business, something you definitely appreciate. And now Fenlong gets ready, the big 2-2 pitch. Here it comes, outside low. And now all of a sudden, three balls and two strikes is your count here. Jackson Toronto waiting on deck. Ethan Baldwin in the hole here for your Blue Devils. Again, walk, base hit, error, anything you take here. Now Fenlong gets poised here, looking for a good pitch out of his right hand. Here she comes. Up high, 
And now Jared Barr will run to first base, and thank God there is a page because I would have got that right in the kisser. And Jared Barr with the walk. And now we've got some speed on first. You'd like to try to get him to second, but with that being said, you've got Fenlong, got a good pickoff move, and at the same time, he throws to the plate with such velocity if the catcher get out of the hand quick. They got a chance to get anybody, and now Jackson Triano, the junior, trying to help his own cause out. Left-handed batter for head coach Larry Mahaffey and gets into the batter's box. Barr takes a good-sized chunk lead to start. Now takes an extra half step, and he's going to go. There's the throw to second. Going to be close, and he slides in just in time. Keeps his hand on the bag, and I think that was strike one. Jackson trial, I'm not positive. We'll find that out. Yes, one ball and no, excuse me, one ball and no strikes. So ball one to Triano. And now Jared Barr immediately they send him on second base here. So a chance for the Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike. Even though the catcher set up on the outside corner, more on the inside corner, evens up the count at one ball and one strike. Maybe sometimes in a game like this, you risk maybe trying to steal third here and there. Here comes the pitch. It's a high chopper. A couple bouncer to short. He's got it. Will he get Jackson in time? No. Yes. I cannot tell. He's safe. I think he was pulled off the bag. The first baseman, a great effort, no doubt, by Link, the junior for the Wildcats. But in the end, pulled off the bag. And Barr could only get to third. So an infield hit, I got to tell you, man, it's a tough one because the throw wasn't great, but it was there, and it was a rush-rush play. Some might call it an error. Some might call it a base hit. We'll go with a base hit for now. We'll check the books later, and that will bring up Ethan Baldwin. Devils first and third, two outs, and a heater up in the strike zone and a beauty. No balls in one strike is your count. I mean, seriously, do you do crazy things in the sense of a suicide squeeze attempt or something like that? It just, you're going against a heck of a pitcher in Fenlong. Here comes the pitch. One on, that's a shot out of the left center base hit. That's going to go to the wall off the third to score is Barr. All the way from third to third is Toronto, and he'll be waved home. And what a shot by Ethan Baldwin and the OFA Blue Devils as that ball rolled underneath the fence. They're going to send Jackson Triano. Back to third, and that is a huge break for the Governor Wildcats. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Remember that point in this game. If you have a one-run difference when it comes down to her in seven or maybe more innings, but what a huge shot by Ethan Baldwin. An RBI double. And the OFA Blue Devils have a one nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. So Jackson Toronto at third, Ethan Baldwin at second, and eyes the junior into the right-handed batter's box, swings, fouls one down the first base side out of play. In the UPS store in Augensburg on deck circle is Brody Woods, Connor Griffith in the hole. A great job by the Blue Devils getting the job done defensively first, and now with two outs getting something going. Here comes the pitch, and at a strike at the knees, right on the outside corner, beautiful pitch location. And now eyes, all of a sudden, no balls and two strikes. Again, you put down bunts once in a while when you got a guy on third, maybe try to squeeze him in. Here comes a big pitch. 
swung that in, missed by eyes. And I noticed some of the Blue Devil players kind of stepping out a little bit here early on against the speed of Fenlong. That is two strikeouts for him. And what a big run call back as that ball went under the fence. But it is your Blue Devils that strike first with one run. They got two big hits. There was no errors. They do strand two. And after one, a one nothing lead. Your Governor Wildcats coming up next. Tyler Link Gear here on the North Country Sports Authority. Hey, did you know that in our local high schools, two to three students in each class could be having a serious gambling problem? These two or three students could be our kids or friends of theirs. Studies show that teen gambling and the problems it causes threatens the well-being of our teens just as much as using drugs, alcohol, or tobacco do. They'll bet on video games, cards, ping pong, online, you name it. Our kids are simply better off if we can try to stop it early. For more information or help, call the Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org. What people think can be very important. On Facebook, didn't have to, but Larry took the time to write, I've lived in my house 40 years and I've always worried about the location of my sewer line. Under a cement slab, no access. Last week, fears came true. A break in the line. JMS tunneled under my house and ran a brand new line to the road. No longer have to worry about anything going wrong under the house. Professional, courteous, hardworking. Any kind of plumbing or sewer issue, I highly recommend them. With reviews like that, it's simple. JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome back. Uh, the first inning for your OFA Blue Devils, a very productive first inning of play. They gave a leadoff double to the Governor Wildcats and Wilson but then got the next three batters to get out of the inning with no harm done. And then with nobody on and two out, they started to manufacture things. Barr got on with a walk. Jackson Toronto got an infield base hit. Then Ethan Baldwin doubled. And the Blue Devils have a one nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Top of the second being brought to you by Quality Seal Coating. Give Chuck a call, 323-6556. You see all the signs. You see all the different places. Is there an actual difference? Well, Quality Seal Coating has been together since 2004, the longest seal coating crew going. They use a different seal, Seal Master Seal, that nobody else has. It's sold out of a distributor from Buffalo. It flexes better, so less crack. It's a richer, deeper black color, and they accept credit cards. So, yes, you get everything, same price, but just more quality seal coating. There is a difference. Give Chuck a call, 323-6556. And now we get ready for this all-important top of the second. Mitchell Tyler, sophomore for the Wildcats, left-handed batter, steps into the box. Link on deck here in the hole. Here comes the pitch from Jackson Triano. So just in case you're joining me, the Blue Devils, good, solid regular season, 8-4. and four. The Wildcats, not as much. Off the top of my head, well, I got it right here in front of me now, 5-7. and seven, But they have every chance to win big games, especially when they have the guy on the hill they do in Connor Fenlog, and now swing and missing. And two strikes. Tyler, the sophomore, is in the hole here. Jackson working quick. There's a ball hit down the third base side, and that a foul ball. So count remains. No balls and two strikes. Bill Nor comes in as the number three seed. Your Blue Devils, the number two seed. The number one seed, the Potsdam Sandstoners, and it's used to being the number one seed. I mean, they're playing Salmon River today, so you you got Governor. I mean, it's a heck of a game. Anybody can win. You, you probably got to throw your number one pitcher. Governor does. 
Claire Mahaffey, a little bit of a change-up himself. He goes with Jackson Toronto, his number two. And Jackson Toronto has now fired three strikeouts in a row, and he's looking really good. Four outs in a row he's retired after giving up that leadoff double to begin the game. So we'll see how this pans out because, obviously, you know, tomorrow you got to play. And with the pitch rule, you can't throw your number one again. And now it's right down the middle of the pipe, swinging and missing his length to junior. Right-handed batter is linked. Gear is on deck. The OFA Blue Devil boys lacrosse making a good run this year, having one of their best seasons. Some landmark wins. Here comes the pitch. Swing and missing. No balls and two strikes. But they lost in the boys' semifinals last night in Messina Central School. They had a 6-4 lead at the half. From Canton had scored six unanswered goals. 10-6 lead they took into the fourth. Blue Devils closed at 10-8. But then Canton went on to win 12-8. Now fouling one back to the cage is Link. So count remains, no balls and two strikes. It's tough because all the schools that we cover in Hewleton, Lisbon, Motown, and OFA, they're having their games, softball, baseball, you name it all at the same time. And a curveball chasing that one outside and low was Link. And now four strikeouts in a row for Jackson Toronto. And that will bring up Dylan here. Here, a senior here for the Governor Wildcats, right-handed batter. And like the Blue Devils did, they want to try to get something going with two outs and one just a little bit too low underneath the knees. And it'll be one ball and no strikes to gear. Tomorrow, if the Blue Devils win, we will follow the Blue Devils to the championship game. And there's a strike to gear. Evens up the count at one and one believe that being at St. Lawrence and now number two strike right on the corner outside so one ball and two strikes be a 5 p.m. start I believe from St. Lawrence University and now here comes the pitch and that high and inside a little bit and all of a sudden two balls and two strikes is your count if the Blue Devils for some reason do not win we're going to try to probably jump on with the Hubleton boys semifinals or the Hubleton or Lisbon girls softball semifinals now swinging and missing his gear and one two three all via the strikeout go the governor allows that no runs no hits no errors nobody left on base six in a row retired now by the blue devils in jackson triano it is your blue devil seven eight and nine in the lineup coming up woods griffith and lebeau next here on the north country sports authority Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325 a free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. What would you have to do today? Well, I got to get something shred so it doesn't get in the wrong hands. Going to get that binding done for the homemade calendar you made for your sister. Need to exchange some money. I'd like to get our passport application signed by a notary. And I was thinking we should send out your parents' anniversary gift today. Ugh, I was thinking tea off time at one. Uh, what time is it? It's 1130. No problem. One stop all solved. We're teeing off by one thanks to the UPS store in Ogdensburg right in the Price Chopper Plaza. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
your North Country sports leader, is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Brody, the lead off of first. There's a ball hit. 
And that is a base hit out in the left field between short and third. They're going to send the runner all the way from first to third, safely sliding in. Good backup by Connor Fenlong as that ball got past third base, rolling toward the dugout. He cut it off there. And it is first and third here for the OFA Blue Devils. And they are staying alive at the plate right now. Unbelievable job with two strikes. Back in the last inning with two outs. And they've got first and third here. That is the way things work. And LeBeau now, right-handed batter, will step into the box. The top of the lineup waits. And Jacob Sharp, and then in the hole is Justin McCormick. The Blue Devils at least have to manufacture a run out of this, and now they're going to send that runner to second base. They'll just throw it back to Fenlong. So runners on second and third. LeBeau, no balls in one strike. It may not happen. I'm just saying, when you got chances with runners on second and third, hard shot down the first base sideline drive, and that's out of play. With nobody down, you've got to get at least one duck in off the pond. No balls. Two strikes to count to the boat. I haven't seen Fenlong throw too much off-speed stuff at this point. Here comes the fire up high. Chasing is LeBeau. Couldn't lay off it. Was coming with some heat. Now it'll be a strikeout the third for Fenlong and a huge out for the Governor Wildcats. And that will bring up Jacob Sharp again. You have got to manufacture this run off a third base at least, especially when one was taken off the scoreboard with that ball going underneath the fence in the first on Ethan Baldwin's double, and now one right down the middle at the kneecap. No balls and one strike to Sharp. McCormick on deck, Jared Barr in the hole. Fenlong gets ready. Looks back to runner third. Here comes the pitch. Swung on right back to Fenlong. Runner going home. They throw home tagging. He's out. Safely aboard first and moving over to third is Griffith. At first is Sharp. Nice job by Fenlong. Again, we talked about in a game like this, you got to play fundamental ball. That's exactly what he did. Made a good play off the hill. Saw the runner going home, through home. So Brody Woods is out. Connor Griffith. At third, Jacob Sharp at first, and now McCormick, and now the Blue Devils will send eventually quickly Jacob Sharp over to second base. So second and third with two outs for the Blue Devils. They were able to manufacture with two outs in the last inning. This would be a tough pill to swallow right now if the Blue Devils can't get a run in here. Here comes the pitch swung on. McCormick. Foul ball down the first base side. No balls in one strike. Not in a bad way, but I feel like, and in all fairness, not like I'm complaining, but the Blue Devils, it looked like they're going to have two runs in the top first. They only have one. Now with runners on second and third, nobody down, they don't cash in. It's like runs come off the board for them in a way. Now swinging and missing is McCormick. Good job by the catcher to back that one from going to the wall. It was low and outside, but McCormick chased her a little bit. And now down in the count, no balls in two strikes. If the Governor Wildcats win this game, this could be a point they remember. Here comes the pitch up high, and it's a fastball. On the way home from third is Griffith and safely in. 
Oh, boy, a break for the Blue Devils. Because I'm telling you, I think momentum swings to the Governor Wildcats. No doubt if they can't cash in a run, but they do. Sharp moves over to third. And now Justin McCormick, one ball and two strikes is the count with Barr, who started things with two outs in the last inning. Came around to score. Now waiting on deck. Benlong now gets ready to throw the next pitch to McCormick. Here she comes, and it's outside. Good block by the catcher. Keeps it in front of him and over to his right a little bit. Keeps sharp at third. And now the count is two balls and two strikes. The Blue Devils have struck for some early runs in this game that some might not have expected here. Ben Long looks to run her back. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. And that is fobbled by the first baseman out into right field in to score off a third is Jacob Sharp. And again, the Blue Devils are just having great at-bats. That is unfortunately E4 in the books, but they're getting down no balls, two strikes, one ball, two strikes, two and two. They just are battling, and I can't believe, honestly, off the top of my head, if I were to say out of the six guys that have gone on for them or seven so far, five of them at least have been with two strikes on them and found a way to get on. Now they throw back to first, and first baseman Link, it fell out of his glove. He didn't know where it went. It was at his feet, just couldn't see it. McCormick gets over to second base. So a runner in scoring position here for the OFA Blue Devils. And at this point, head coach Larry Mahaffey, looking like a genius, decided to go with Toronto instead of Ethan here. And now pass ball gets it out to the catcher to his left, and two-third is McCormick. One ball, no strike is your count here on bar. I would expect the Potsdam Sandstorms would think that Baldwin's pitching today. If the Blue Devils win, they're going to get a surprise when they find out. Now Barr hits one high down the right field line, drifting out of play. And that'll make it a two-ball, one-strike count. So the Blue Devils were on the verge, I think, of giving the Wildcats back the momentum with the run taken off the board on them in the uh, bottom of the first and then potentially having runners on second and third with nobody down and not cashing them in. But they do. They get some breaks, and here comes the pitch and swung on, missed by Barr. That was low and outside, just a little bit on the outside corner. Barr chased her. Two balls and two strikes is your count. Ben Long gets ready, the right-handed hurler. Here comes the fire, a beauty. That hits a short, two hopper, picked up, throw to first in time, inning over. Jared Barr is retired. 6-3 put out in the books, but not before the Blue Devils score. Two runs off a one hit, one error on the Wildcats. Blue Devils, they strand one in the end. It is 3-0 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. With that being said, the Wildcats right there, they've got eight, nine, and then the top of the lineup, Panky, their designated hitter, Longstreth, and Wilson do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Now's the time to have that air conditioning system checked on your vehicle at Moore Bacchus & Sons. Summer will soon be here, and let us keep you and your vehicle cool with our GM certified service. Our factory-trained certified service technicians can handle any AC problem, big or small, from recharging to system overhauls. If your AC isn't up to the task, give us a call at 315-393-6000 today to set up an appointment. Find new roads at Moore Bacchus & Sons. 
where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit SeawayValleyPreventionCouncil.net. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. taking on your Blue Devils. We go to the top of the third. Blue Devils have got a run in the bottom of the first, two in the bottom of the second. I think very unexpected 3 nothing early leader on the Wildcats. And, well, Jackson Toronto now beginning his third inning of work. Panky, right-handed batter, the senior up. And he looks at one below the knees a little bit. On deck is Longstreth, their designated hitter, Wilson in the hole. Here comes the next bit, swung on, foul ball down the first base side. Again, your OFA Blue Devils in their gray unis, pants, thin blue stripe up the side. They got the blue jerseys and the white numbers on the back. Their blue caps in the back, the white on the front. Governor with their bright blue socks, gray pants, blue stripe up the side, bright blue jerseys, yellow numbers on the back. Here comes the next fire, swung on, one hopper right back to Triano. He'll make the throw to first, and Panky is retired. One, three, put out in the books. And ever since the leadoff double that Jackson gave up in the top of the first, he has now retired seven in a row, five of them being K's. And now Mitchell Longstreth, the DH, will step into the right-handed batter's box, top of the lineup. On deck is Jared Wilson in the hole is Tyree. First pitch, a strike. No balls and one strike, your count. Third inning this afternoon being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. Quality, affordable health care for everybody in St. Lawrence County. Next pitch, up high. One ball and one strike is your count. And the ruined pitcher funeral home, your new funeral home choice in Hagensburg. And now one right down the middle, swinging and missing his long stretch. So one ball, two strikes is your count. Jackson working good. Here comes the pitch a little bit low. And now all of a sudden, 22, here is your count. Like the Blue Devils have showed, anything can happen with a couple outs, even one out here. And now one, a little bit up in the strike zone. And just like that, three balls and two strikes. Now the count here to Longstreth. If you're Jackson, you don't want to let them off the reel. Here comes the pitch, and that is a called strike three. And on the Kimrose Medicine Place, Pharmacy at its best, K-Town, Jackson Toronto now with a stick and two outs. That will bring Jared Wilson, who led off this game, the freshman for the Wildcats with a stand-up double. He drove the ball down the left field line. And now here comes the pitch. And haven't seen the signal yet here from the ump. I didn't see him make any call towards a strike. I'm going to assume one ball and no starts to count here to Wilson. Here comes the pitch and that low in the dirt. Two balls and no strikes. Now your count. Jackson has battled back. 
against a couple batters, but now three balls and no strikes. This is exactly an opportunity for the Blue Devils in Toronto to try to do exactly that right now. Here comes a big fire and that right down the middle, and that'll be a strike. So I believe three balls and one strike the count now here to Wilson. Here comes the next one. Swung at and missed. You can't underestimate it. Getting things done offensively with two outs and coming back in the pitches. And now a one hopper back to Jackson. Throw to first in time. And after being down three balls and no strikes in the count, Toronto, a beautiful job. One three put out in the books. And now nine retired in a row since that leadoff double ferry efficiently as Jackson working on the hill. And speaking of the young man, the junior cleanup batter, going to lead us off in the bottom of the third, followed by Baldwin, the next eyes here on the North Country Sports Authority. Within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire because defending your tomorrow should start today. This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. When Hurricane Maria devastated Puerto Rico last September, it sent shockwaves, which are still shaking the U.S. pharmaceutical supply chain. There is a backlog for some medications and supplies. The FDA has a list of 30 critical products, which are still in short supply. In the U.S., we take for granted the availability of our medications. For more information, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. got a big time lead on the Howland Pump Supply score. It is not a huge lead in the sense that the Wildcats cannot come back by no means, but it is a lead and that means it's big because this game is big and when we go to the bottom of the third, I really do feel that these three runs a little unexpected against Fenlong and the Governor Wildcats here this afternoon. Blue Devil is going to try just to keep him throwing some pitches here and now Jackson Toronto will step up here. He's one for one. He's singled back in the first before eventually being stranded on third. Left-handed batter will slowly get himself after some practice cuts into the box. Ethan Baldwin in our UPS store in Augensburg on deck circle. Here comes the pitch, and that is just outside. One ball and no strikes. Eyes in the hole for your OFA Blue Devils. Benlong, right-handed hurler, gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that is outside. Two balls and no strikes now to Triano. Between four and five, the last time they're up in Toronto and Baldwin. Toronto had singled, and then Baldwin got a double. Here comes the pitch, and that right down the middle. Benlong will step out of that left-handed batter's box and now get back in. 
couple half cuts with the bat. Here comes the next fire. He swings and misses. And now, just like that, two balls and two strikes. Championship game tomorrow for either of these teams, whoever wins. At SLU, 5 p.m., here comes the pitch. Low in the dirt, three balls and two strikes is your count. If your Blue Devils win, we will be there, 445 pregame. The 5 p.m. start, and they'll be facing the Potsdam Sandstoners or the Salmon River Shamrocks, and I'll likely have their number one in Ethan Baldwin because head coach Larry Mahaffey decided to start Jackson, and it was a wise move. Jackson's pitching phenomenal and now earns a walk here for the OFA Blue Devils. So just like the bottom of the second starter with a leadoff walk, so does the bottom of the third for the OFA Blue Devils. And now Ethan Baldwin, who ripped one out in the left center. He's the first one to knock a homer out of here in the new complex set up for the boys' varsity squad. Here comes a pitch, and he wanted it but did not swing. He hung up. Held back, excuse me, with one ball and no strikes is your count. Honestly, the way he wanted it, I can't believe he was able to hold back. I thought for sure he was going to commit and swing. Ben Long gets ready, sets, delivers. Here it comes, high again, two balls and no strikes. Jackson still on first base, nobody down here. Blue Devils with a 3 nothing lead in the bottom of the third. Jackson. Healthy lead off of first. He'll take another half step, and now a couple more, and now one down the plate. So Baldwin letting Fenlong throw a strike. And, again, just keep him throwing pitches, man. Keep him out there the best you can. Two balls and one strike is the count. Fenlong gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul down the first base side, high in the air and out of play. So now two balls and two strikes. Ives awaits on deck. Brody Woods in the hole. And Long will look back Jackson for a second. Now he'll throw to the plate and swung on. A couple hopper to short, bobbled, and no play. Wanted to get the force out at second, couldn't, and then wanted to throw to first and didn't want to make the throw because he knew Baldwin would be there in time. So the Blue Devils, runners on first and second, E6 in the books against the Wildcats, and that will bring up Hayden Ives. Nobody down, and the Blue Devils, they've been cooking something up every inning here. Whether they've gotten some walks and put together some hits, mixed with an error, a fielder's choice here or there, and a pass ball, they put it all together in this big melting pot to have a 3 nothing lead and strike one here to Ives. Ives gets ready here in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes a pitch from Fenlong, and he swings and misses. No balls. Two strikes to count here to Ives. He's 0 for 1 this afternoon. Struck out in the first. And now gets ready, and Fenlong steps off the rubber. You might think, darn it, he's 0 for 1 struck out. He's got a couple strikes on him now, but he's been very, very valuable behind the plate with some pass balls and now swinging and missing as the fourth strikeout for Fenlong here this afternoon. So one down on the Blue Devils, and that will bring up Brody Woods. Brody Woods walked back in the second before being thrown out at home. 
And now here comes the pitch. And that off the catcher's chest pad. Runners will advance on the bases, second and third. Toronto at third. Baldwin at second. And again, this just isn't the smoothness I think that the Governor Wildcats were hoping for in their opening three innings of this game here this afternoon. They just kind of had a little bit of a bumpy road, so to speak, here. And your old fade Blue Devils had taken advantage. And they've scored in every inning so far in the first two. And now runners on second and third with one down. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. And that's a base hit up the middle. Brody Woods will score two runs. Is Toronto off the third touch and third now coming in to score is Baldwin. And I truthfully would have never guessed that it'd be five to nothing here in the bottom of the third of the OFA Blue Devils here this afternoon. But you never know. You just don't know the way a game is gonna go until it happens. And a huge hit by the seventh guy in the lineup, Brody Woods, two RBIs for the senior. That is awesome for that young man. And now it is a 5 nothing lead on the Howland Bump Supplies scoreboard. Griffith now will come up to bat. He's one for one, singled back in the second. Eventually came around to score. Joe Wall, the head coach of the Governor Wildcats, will take a trip out to the hill. And I'm sure he's going to tell him, which is true. Hey, I know this kind of stinks right now. We're down five runs. Maybe we didn't expect this, but hey. Let's just get a second out. Let's get a third out. We get out of this inning. We've got four innings left to tic-tac-toe five runs. It's very possible, guys. But, again, we've got to do it first defensively. And, well, as your Blue Devils continue to go on to win this game here this afternoon, they'll land themselves in the boys' Class B championship game tomorrow versus Potsdam. And I was real weary and still am. I mean, this is not over by any shape or form. But the Blue Devils having to go against the Wildcats in the semifinals, maybe having to throw their number one, you know, Baldwin against the number one of the Wildcats, Ben Long, but they don't. They throw Jackson, who was a phenomenal pitcher in his own right, and he's done a great job. And now the runner is going to go to second base, the throw, and in time. And second out, Brody Wood throwing out. Nice play by the catcher of the Governor Wildcats, Ty Reed. A good, solid throw. And now two outs here. Bases emptied up. And that will bring up, well, still Connor Griffith. <laughs> Back into the left-handed batter's box. On deck for the OFA Blue Devils, the junior Grant LaBeau. Here comes the pitch. And that down the middle of the pipe. And that will be no balls and one strike. Or, excuse me, no balls and two strikes. Blue Devils still just trying to make them work. Here comes the fire, and that is just a little bit low, so that would be a ball here to Griffith. So, yeah, Blue Devils with a chance to get to that championship game tomorrow with Baldwin being able to fire. That is a big bonus. And, you know, sometimes you make moves. It doesn't matter what sport, as a coach, a GM, a manager, and you're either brilliant or maybe you're second-guessed. And so far... The decision by Larry Mahaffey is planning out to be a brilliant one. Now, next fire from Fenlong. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul hard, third base side. Bounces out in front of the cage in front of the Governor Wildcats dugout. Staying alive. Here is Griffith at this at-bat. 
Then we take a break, and then we just have to see where the cards fall for Tuesday. Everything going on, you've got girls' Class B and Class C championships at SUNY Potsdam, and then you have boys' Class D baseball championship action. Now, swing and missing is Griffith. He drops the ball, does the catcher, throw to first in time to get Griffith. So Griffith retire via the K, five strikeouts for Fenlong, but again, the Blue Devils add two more runs in the inning, one hit. There was one error. They did strand nobody on a base in the end. It is your Blue Devils 5, the Governor Wildcats 0. The meat and the potatoes coming up for the Wildcats, 2, 3, and 4 in the lineup. Reed, Fenlong, June, they'd like to get something going next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks. But she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in, the North in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. You're joining me, Christopher Spicer, bringing the play-by-play of boys high school baseball here in the early evening hours as the sun cascading down on the Augensburg Free Academy Boys Varsity Baseball Diamond. It is your Blue Devils in the Class B semifinals taking on Governor. Blue Devils, the number two seed, Wildcats, the number three seed. It was anybody's game, game coming into this, baby, especially going against Connor Fenlong and the Wildcats. That always proves to be very challenging, but it is the Blue Devils. One run in the first, two in the second, two in the third. And now Jackson Trown beginning his fourth inning of work. He gave off a leadoff double to be in this game in the top of the first. And since has retired nine in a row, but he's got a couple balls here, three, a matter of fact, against Reed. A 3-0 count back in the third inning. He worked himself back in it. Here comes the pitch right down the middle. Three balls and one strike. Now your count. Fenlong on deck. June in the hole here. This top of the fourth being brought to you by Kim Rose Medicine Place. Pharmacy at its best. And the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union is ball four. The first walk given up this afternoon by Jackson Triano. And the leadoff batter aboard here for the Wildcats. That's exactly what they need. Base runners as Connor Fenlong, 0 for 1, struck out in the verse, comes up to bat. And also this inning being brought to you by the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Time for that loan for that recreational ATV. Maybe the camper. Are you getting the camping feeling going on a little bit? Well, always great race with the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union and where your money, where you are, excuse me, worth more than money. And here comes the pitch. 
and a ball hit high down the left field line, drifting foul and out of play. A solid, long foul ball by Connor Fenlon. Ben Long will now step himself back into the right-handed batter's box. Jackson looks the runner, read back on first. Not a huge lead taken. And now a beautiful pitch off speed. Looks like maybe a little bit of a curveball there. Moving more left to right as much as dropping. And now Ben Long, two strikes on him here. Here comes the next pitch and another curveball and just misses on the outside corner. Good thought. And Jackson will have to try to do it again. Here comes the next one up high in the strike zone. Inside. And now the Wildcats trying to work themselves back in a little bit here. A run or two will go a long way for them. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Popped off foul ball behind home plate. And both now continue to battle. Ben Long and Jackson here. Umpire, we'll get a couple balls put in his pouch here. Three balls, two strikes, a big pitch for both teams coming up next year out of the arm of Jackson Toronto. And it is a foul ball back to the cage. Again, both doing what you hope to do, right? If you're the pitcher, you got to throw strikes, try to get the out. If you're Benlon, you're just trying to get a board, get foul balls so you can get maybe a base hit. So everybody doing their part here, and we'll see how it unfolds. Runner at first, nobody down. Wildcats trail 5-0 to your OFA Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. A two-hopper to short. Throw to second on the underhand toss. Throw to first. They're not going to double up for double the Wildcats, but they get the force out at second base. Nice play by the Blue Devils. Barr had picked it up with a couple hopper at short. Underhanded it to Jacob Sharp. He made sure he got his foot on the bag in the out and made a good throw. It just wasn't in time. Nothing he could do as Fenlong has got his way down first base. Here comes the pitch. Devin Juna, 0 for 1, struck out in the first. And again, a great job by Hayden Eyes. This is now at least, he had three in the first inning that really in the end could be huge in this baseball game when you think about it. Pass balls that he blocked and now shot to short. Three hopper bar, under in a second. Oh, boy. Just got Fenlong, and I'll be honest with you, as I always am, it looked maybe like Fenlong might have got his foot in there first. A great job by the Blue Devils defensively bar to quickly underhand that ball to Sharp and Sharp to get to the bag. But, boy, would I like to see that baby on a little instant replay. Devin June now on first base for the Governor Wildcats. Two outs. Tyler, 0 for 1. Struck out in the second. So, Jackson been flying so smooth. A little teeny bit of turbulence. But he's going through it very well here. He started off the inning with a walk. Then got the next two guys to ground out to short. So, I mean, very, very little turbulence. And now strike one here to Tyler. Swings and misses the next pitch, so no balls and two strikes. But if you think about that, Wilson and the Wildcats in the top of the first had a runner on second base with nobody down. There was then three three balls at least that Ives blocked in the catcher's position to prevent from rolling back to the cage, and now one rolls to his left, 
and the runner on first base was not really ready. He was kind of caught in between should he or shouldn't he, and he'll stay right there, does Devin June, to be safe. And that would be a ball here to Tyler. So if those pass balls end up going back to the case, it could be Devin Orr that takes the early lead in this game, and now swinging strike three. Down goes Tyler on Tim Rose. Pharmacy at its best, K-Town for Jackson Toronto, seven here. And, well, no runs for the Governor Wildcats, no hits, no errors. They did strand one aboard. It is your Blue Devils five, Governor zero. We head now to the bottom of the fourth. Grant LeBeau will lead us off. Top of the lineup then up after him and Sharpen McCormick next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Man, what an absolute incredible job done. The votes have been tallied up this week. Mark Backus and Sons, Pepsi, Augensburg, Ballers, Athlete of the Week is Noah Strader from the OFA Boys Lacrosse Team. Last week, OFA beat Salmon River. First time in school history. Landmark win. Noah, eight goals and one assist in that big win. Very next day against Messina, OFA wins eight to seven. Noah, two goals and two assists. Two days later, OFA on the road down Saranac Lake, 11 to four. Noah, three goals. Very next day, OFA takes care of Messina again this time, 15 to six. Noah, three goals and eight assists. So in that span of four games in five days, a landmark win, 16 goals and 11 assists. What an outstanding job done and for his efforts, Noah Strader will receive a three-piece chicken dinner from Dixie Lee and Augensburg. And no doubt this week's Mort Backus and Sons, Pepsi Augensburg Bowlers, Athlete of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. baseball the way the year started i mean the boys OFA baseball team did not get started until the first week of may well i should say i guess the last week of april and then it rolled into may but all of it happened in a three-week span kid you not it was all of a sudden the beginning of the season the next week it's the midpoint and then the week after you're ending the regular season they did a great job finishing eight and four in the central in third place behind Malone and Potsdam and Governor Wildcats finished a little further down with a five and seven mark. But you expected coming into this game with Fenlong on the hill it'd be a lot closer, but the Blue Devils have managed to get on, but now a couple hopper down the third base side and LeBeau is retired at first base with the five three put out in the books. Again, in case you're just joining me, you know, coaches make big decisions. You would have thought maybe it would be Baldwin going up against Fenlong today. But head coach Larry Mahaffey decides to go with Jackson, who is another excellent pitcher for the Blue Devils, and it has panned out so far here this afternoon as they have a 5 nothing lead. He has pretty much cruised through four innings as Jackson. And, well, they'll have Ethan for tomorrow if they continue to win this game in the championship game against Potsdam, and they're a very good baseball team. And I'll strike one to Sharp right down the middle here. McCormick in our UPS store in Augensburg on deck circle. Here comes the fire. Swung on, and that a base hit right up the middle. Blue Devils just doing a great job today, putting the bat on the ball, coming back from being down two strikes, and now McCormick, he's 0 for 2. Grounded out to first in the first, reached me an error in the second before being stranded on third. 
So the Blue Devils, exactly what they needed to do, whether it be hits, some walks, some helps from the defense of the Wildcats, have gotten guys on, have manufactured runners around, and in the end have scored every inning here. McCormick, right-handed batter for the Blue Devils, right-handed pitcher in Fenlong. Here it comes, and that a one-hopper to Fenlong goes to second. They get the force out. They will not throw to first. So two outs here on the Blue Devils as with the fielder's choice. McCormick will stand on first, and that will bring Jared Barr up. Barr looks down at assistant coach Steve Pearson and third base coach. And now we'll step into the right-handed batter's box. Kind of pull at his belt buckle a little bit. And now get ready. Fenlon gets ready. Here comes the pitch in that one right down the middle of the plate. No balls and one strike. Barr looking at that one. Toronto on deck. Baldwin in the hole if the Blue Devils go with two outs here. Fenlon gets ready. Not a huge lead. Taken off the bag here. There's a ball hit. A three hopper to short. Short picks up. And a bad throw to second. Goes out in the right field. McCormick will go to third. Now being weighed by Steve Pearson. Right fielder dropped the ball for a second. McCormick, or excuse me, comes in to score. Bar will be at second. And now six to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard for at least a run in every inning continues here for the OFA Blue Devils. couple errors have hurt the Golden Wildcats here today. That would have been the third out, but instead a six run for the Blue Devils. Runner at second and a base hit by Jackson out into left field. Off the left fielder's chest, keeps it in front of him, but being waved around to score off the third from second is Jared Barr and seven to nothing now and Jackson Triano, two for two here this afternoon. The RBI single, two outs and, I mean, honestly, not in a bad way. I know it's tough because I've got Governor fans behind me and probably to my left, and I've got Blue Devils to my right. But when you just talked about the facts of a baseball game, you couldn't ask anything more from the OFA Blue Devils. When their batters got up early and they had two strikes and no balls, they battled in the at-bats, were able to get on. In the top of the first, when they had two outs, nothing going on, they got on, they manufactured a run, and they took the lead in this baseball game. They continued just find a way – with a little bit of help from the Governor Wildcats as well, to just kind of manufacture things, you know, and doing a really solid job. And now Joe Wall is coming out here to the mound for the Governor Wildcats. But, you know, you get Jackson pitching a great game, and, and now he's hitting as well, two and two. And now a little bit of discussion here as Ethan Baldwin doubled in. The first run of this game in the first reached me an error in the third and came around to score. On deck his eyes. In the hole is Brody Wood. And, the other, you know, and then again, going with two outs. They didn't have any runs in this inning and all with two outs. And now ball hit. A shot out into right field. It's going deep. Could be over. And it's off the fence. Having to tag up, and I'm not sure why, with two outs for a while on the bases with Jackson. And now they throw from right field towards home, gets past the catcher. Jackson comes in to score. Ethan Baldwin now standing on third base. Another double this afternoon by Ethan Baldwin. Almost a homer out to right field. 
he has hit the ball really well for the OFA Blue Devils in this contest as well. He's come up with a purpose, it seemed like, in his at-bats to want to hit it early and go with that fastball maybe out of the arm of Fenlong. It is 8 to nothing here on the Hollow Pump Supply scoreboard. Ives swings and misses the first pitch to him. No balls and one strike. Woods on deck. Griffith in the hole here for the Blue Devils. And an un- I mean, you just too, you think about this game and in and, and ways how different it could be. And now a two-hopper to short. Short will throw to first in time. And Ives is retired in the book. 6-3 put out. But again, the Blue Devils, three runs off of three hits. There was one error in that inning. They strand one in the end, have an 8 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We go to the top of the fifth inning. It will be Link, Gear, Panky, 6, 7, and 8 for the Governor Wildcats next year on the North Country Sports Authority. In the land of chicken, way more taste than finger licking. Get away, get away, get away to Dixie. Oh, the chicken gravy and mashed potatoes need some now and more for later. Come with me, come with me, come with me to Dixie Lee. We're going down to Dixie Lee. Hooray, hooray at Dixie Lee. If you ask me, you're gonna love the chicken state street in the burg right now at Dixie Lee. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Eight to nothing. I would have never wrote this script up prior to the game here this afternoon, but that is what is going on here as we are into the top of the fifth inning. Jackson Toronto so far got the start today. Big time decision by head coach Larry Mahaffey. It has paid off. He's pitched extremely well for the OFA Blue Devils. And sometimes I think out of the box, you know, and I think as games go on and you look back, I think a lot of people might forget about the very top of the first inning, and that was the leadoff double by the Governor Wildcats, nobody down. How different does this game change as there was a couple pitches low that Hayden and I have got in front of and blocked? If those pitches roll back, runner is on third. If another one happens, that run is in. Blue Devils have, a, or excuse me, Governor would have a one nothing lead to start this game, and you just don't know how it rolls from there, right? Instead, the young man even though he might be 0 for 3 at the plate, made some great blocks behind as the catcher. And then the Blue Devils take it from there. They do great defense. Jackson Trowell with great pitches. Defense has been behind him, and they've scored runs in every inning and now have this 8 nothing lead. It's commanding lead, but this game is not over. There is three innings left to play. Link, one ball and no strikes. Here comes a fire from Toronto this up high, so two balls and no strikes. Gear on deck and Panky in the hole here. Our top of the fifth being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check and youth decide. Here comes the pitch low. And I believe just like the first batter in the fourth inning, 
three balls and no strikes. Now the count. Trying to battle back. That's what the Blue Devils have done all afternoon, whether it's been at the bat or pitching. And now he finds the strike zone. Three balls and one strike is your count. The Blue Devils have to feel extremely good right now. And now ball hit, foul down the right field line out of play. Three balls and two strikes is now your count. They knew they had a tough game if they were to win this one, which is an extremely tough game. Doesn't seem like that on the scoreboard right now. Against the Potsdam Sandstorms tomorrow, in all likelihood, who will probably beat Salmon River Shamrocks, and now called strike three. And again, it just continues to happen. Whether it's Jackson on the hill, three balls and no strikes, he's battling back. Whether it's the Old Bay batters at the at-bat themselves, down no balls and two strikes, they're battling back. So great job by them here this afternoon. As that will bring up Dylan Giro for one, struck out in the second. Here comes the pitch right down the middle, no balls and one strike. Panky on deck in the eighth spot, and then the designated hitter, Longstrap, in the ninth. Again, Blue Devils go on to win. We will be at St. Lawrence University tomorrow. Pre-game 445, first pitch will be 5 p.m. And that outside the strike zone, a ball on gear. Olfay Blue Devils, six straight Section 10 championships. And they've done that playing good baseball over the years. Here comes the pitch and that down the middle, but up a little bit high. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's not just because they are better than the other teams all the time. I mean, a couple of years ago, Governor could have knocked them off at Clarkson, but they just played such stellar defense. And Ethan on the hill as a freshman pitched out of such big jams with a one-out and two-out bases loaded in that game. I mean, they've just played such fundamental ball over the years. That's what's really contributed to the six straight Section 10 championships. And now ball inside to here. Second walk given up this afternoon by Jackson Triano. And the Governor Wildcats with a runner on and one down will now send Mason Panky, the senior. And he pops one up short. Bar should have it, does in the glove. And just like that, two outs here on the Wildcats. Panky is retired, F6 in the books, and that will bring the DH Longstreth up 0 for 1, struck out in the third. I'm glad for the OFA Blue Devil seniors. A lot of these kids I've seen for so many years, you know, and it's, it's a bummer sometimes when all of a sudden this comes down to it. So, unfortunately, the Wildcats, it looks like their season may end. Again, they still got time, though. There's still is innings left in this game, and now outside low here. Too long stress. But I'll be very glad to have the opportunity to broadcast the seniors of the Blue Devils if they go on to win. And that's foul back behind home plate. Two strikes now here on long stress. But you're looking at Brody Woods and Justin McCormick and Jared Barr out there. And now looking back to runner at first is Jackson. Here comes the pitch up high in the strike zone. And then, yeah, baby, we enjoy the Memorial Day. I'm looking forward to it. I've already got my flowers planted, got the garden done, all the spring chores done, and strike three now to Longstreth. Kimrose Pharmacy at its best on State Street, and the Bird K count is nine now for Jackson Triano. And, well, with that, your OFA Blue Devils going to head to the bottom of the fifth here, seven, eight, nine in the lineup. Brody Woods, who had a huge hit in the third inning that drove in two runs to make a 5 nothing game. Then Connor Griffith on deck 
Grant LeBeau in the hole is who we expect next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Do you mind if I go golfing with the boys? Maybe I should try this another way. Hey, hon, I picked this up for you earlier today. It's one of Rose's homemade desserts from Buster's. Ah, oh, this looks delicious. By the way, honey, do you mind if I go golfing with the boys today? Oh, yeah. Man, if you haven't tried one of Rose's homemade desserts, stop into Buster's in Ogdensburg or Ken. Too good to have just one. And don't forget, baby back ribs back at Buster's on Sunday night. Mashed potatoes aside, comes with the salad bar. Hey, did you know that in our local high schools, two to three students in each class could be having a serious gambling problem? These two or three students could be our kids or friends of theirs. Studies show that teen gambling and the problems it causes threatens the well-being of our teens just as much as using drugs, alcohol, or tobacco do. They'll bet on video games, cards, ping pong, online, you name it. Our kids are simply better off if we can try to stop it early. For more information or help, call the Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Ogdensburg Free Academy. As a result of them drawing the number two seed, they hosted the Governor Wildcats today. And just in case you're joining me, the Blue Devils against a top pitcher here in the division and around the state in Connor Fenlong have gotten some runs, though, against them. They got one in the first, two in the second, two in the third, and three in the fourth for the eight. Not the lead here up on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. A run. Every inning, at least here, for the Old Faith Blue Devils through four innings is now Brody Woods, one for one, walked in the second, singled in a run in the third, and looks at strike one. Griffith and our UPS store in Augensburg on deck circle, more than shipping and receiving, solutions to a lot of other things. Now outside, bounces back to the cage, but no matter, nobody on. Evens it up at one ball and one strike. So, yeah, the chores are done. The garden is in. The flowers are planted around the house, man. It's going to be a fun Memorial Day weekend, no doubt. I hope you have a great weekend coming up. Maybe enjoy some barbecue and have some fun with some family. And now Fenlon gets ready. Here comes a right-handed pitch, and that is a strike. The strike two now on Woods. He thought about swinging but did not. Man, the only thing I got left to do maybe on Friday is wax the car, and I got all my chores done, man. I'm telling you. And now, thinking about it, good eye, Brody, on that one. It was low and outside, but it was right there at the same time. Man, might have to get some sparklers out on Monday. Here comes the pitch, and it is swung on, dropped by the catcher. Brody on the way to first, throw to first in time, and he pulled his foot. He pulled his foot. You could see it. He pulled his foot when he was reaching for the ball, did not put it back down in time, and Brody Woods is alive on first base. He's reached all three times in the seventh spot, has the senior. That is awesome for that young man. And now Connor Griffith. You know, no doubt, Wildcats have helped the Blue Devils a little bit, but the Blue Devils, more than Governor has helped them now, have got the job done with the base hit, coming back in the at-bats when they're down two strikes and now low. Pass ball, and Brody Woods on the way to second. And assistant coach, Keith Pearson, third base coach, tell him to round it just in case. 
And that is ball one now here to Griffith. Again, the first thing I thought for a couple days, I was thinking probably going to be obviously Penlong Baldwin going at it. Your top pitcher is going at it. Geez, what are you going to do when you play Potsdam? But the good thing is, I'm thinking in my head, is we're so deep with our pitching staff. I mean, Jackson can pitch really well. Justin can come in. And we've got other guys as well. So we're okay, you know. And now pass ball. Rhodes gets over to third base. But all of a sudden, I get here. And the script has changed. Larry Mahaffey says, Jackson, you're throwing here this afternoon. He's pitched a heck of a game. And maybe saving Baldwin, obviously, for the Potsdam game. So that was a big change, and I would have never also expected in a script if I wrote it before that right now we'd be up eight runs on Connor Benlong, but we are, and now strike here to Griffith. The Blue Devils have done just a good job. I mean, not a ton of hits, seven hits, but still they're putting the bat on the ball at times, and now swing and missing is Griffith. He has now two strikes. Connor is one for two. Singled in the second, came around to score, struck out in the third. And now Fenlong gets ready, gets back on the rubber. Here comes the fire. And that is swung on. Couple hopper down the line to first, picked up. And out. Governor lets that runner, no problem, come in to score in Brody Woods. So the Blue Devils continue their streak with a run in every inning. Griffith is retired. Did a great job playing it to the right side of the field, though, in the infield to get that runner in to score. And now the OFA Blue Devils will send Mitchell Breno up for Grant Laveau. And strike one to Mitchell Breno. believe it is nine to nothing officially on the Holland Pump Supply score, but they have eight. They have not put that runner up. Now swing and missing is Breno, so no balls and two strikes. Now Fenlong gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that is strike three to Breno. That is the second out of this inning, and the sixth strikeout for Connor Fenlong here this afternoon. And with two outs, that will bring the top of the lineup, the junior, Jacob Sharp, up. He is one for three, struck out in the first, reached via fielder's choice in the second, scored, and then singled in the fourth. Again, our next broadcast will be on Tuesday. We will let you know, beginning of next week, exactly who it's going to be. But it's, it's a tough decision for me because the OFA girls could be in the Class B softball championship at, like, five or three. And then the girls could be Hewelton and Lisbon. What a great matchup that would be. Could be right after that. But then it could be the Hewelton boys playing at, at, like, one of those times as well. So it's just damned if I do, damned if I don't, you know, one of those feelings. I just We try to do the best we can, and now swinging and missing is sharp, and he goes down just like that. The seventh strikeout for Connor Fenlong here this afternoon. One run for the OFA Blue Devils. No hit, no errors. Nobody left on base. It is nine to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Wildcats down to six outs, but hey, they still got six outs. It's Jared Wilson, top of the lineup. Ty Reed, Connor Fenlong next here. 
on the North Country Sports Authority. What people think can be very important. On Facebook, didn't have to, but Larry took the time to write, I've lived in my house 40 years and I'm always worried about the location of my sewer line. Under a cement slab, no access. Last week, fears came true. A break in the line. JMS tunneled under my house and ran a brand new line to the road. No longer have to worry about anything going wrong under the house. Professional, courteous, hardworking. Any kind of plumbing or sewer issue, I highly recommend them. With reviews like that, it's simple. JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Honestly, I was daydreaming about Sweet as Fish. And then I was thinking I was at Ollie's before the boys' lacrosse game the other night. I was buying one of those hoses that stretch out and then shrinks. And, well, I picked up these peppermint patties. I got bogged on those babies, man. I'm telling you, they've been since Easter from last year. And, well, I had a couple of them still. But I didn't keep them in the bag. I tossed them away. And I was kind of wishing I had a couple of them. And now outside, ball one here to the batter, Jared Wilson, for the Governor Wildcats. Maybe you're just joining me to catch up to speed real quick. Micro Mini Machine, Class B Boys Baseball Semifinals. OFA hosting the Wildcats. Blue Devils have a 9 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And Wilson with an infield single deep in the pocket towards second base. Jared Barr got over there but did not make a throw. And two for three, Wilson let off this game with a double. But the Wildcats were not able to cash in back in the top half of the first. They still have not cashed in on a run since. Reed now steps into the right-handed batter's box. Fenlong on deck. June in the hole. Your OFA Blue Devils poised to move on to the championship game tomorrow at SLU. Here comes the pitch and swung on and missed. I remember sitting here, very first game of the uh, doubleheader against Canton, talking about the, the OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team, the guys they've lost, but how deep they're pitching rotation is and it just goes to show you today what a phenomenal job Jackson has done so far here in this game one ball and two strikes to count here to read he's just given up two hits on the afternoon struck out nine batters walked two and now ball popped up high in the air behind home plate out of play so you could have not asked anything more from Jackson Toronto Hayden Nyes is catcher here this afternoon always doing a great job behind the plate and the Blue Devils, no errors here in this game as well. And now, I think that's a ball. Up a little bit up in the strike zone, I believe. So, three balls, two strikes to count here to read. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt. And that, oh, I'm sorry, I was ahead of myself by one ball. So, it's now officially a full count, three balls and two strikes. I guess the best thing to do is never look at the scoreboard sometimes because it will mess you up. And now low in the dirt. So now all of a sudden the Governor Wildcats 
with nobody down, have runners on first and second, and one of their big hitters in senior Fenlong, who's 0 for 2, coming into the right-handed batter's box. June on deck, Tyler in the hole. We'll see how Jackson deals with the most turbulence he's faced since the very top of the first, giving up that leadoff double. Here comes the pitch and that low. One ball and no strikes is your count. Doc Shea out here taking some pictures of this big semifinal game here this afternoon. Now outside, two balls and no strikes. And now Hayden Eyes will take time, go talk to his pitcher here. I like the idea. And while we have the chance, this top of the sixth inning being brought to you by Quality Seal Coating, is there a difference? You see the sign. There's a lot of seal coating companies around to do your driveway, right? Residential or commercial, paint stripes. Yes, there is a difference. 2004, longest crew around in the North Country. Quality Seal Coating has been going at it, not to mention they use black, a master seal seal, only distributed out of Buffalo to nobody else in this area that flexes better for less cracks richer, deeper, black color, and they accept credit cards. So, yes, there is a difference. Give Chuck a call, 323-6556 at Quality Seal Coating. Here comes the pitch, and that is outside. And I'll be honest with you, man. You know, there's a lot of good stories like head coach Joe Wall's story when he was listening to Blue Devils against Burke Catholic two years ago, had to drive from Governor to Herman to pick up the game. So that is much appreciated. Now Sweeney staying alive is Fenlon. But then there's the other story in the sense of all of our clients at the radio stations. And I'm telling you, man, I come from loving the Grateful Dead. I come from really trying to help out my clients. And, you know, quality steel coating came on and and making a good investment. And I said, geez, I'm just nervous. I don't have the magic button. And he texted me the other day. We've just been running it for a couple days. Somebody called him up, got a scheduling. And it just makes me feel so good that it works. And now a hard rip. Nice backhand by Baldwin at third. Such a serve for the fourth out. Nice play defensively on the diamond to get Wilson, the lead runner, out on third. Reed moves over to second. And Fenlong on first with the fielder's choice. But he had to take a couple steps to his right and backhanded it and then fixed it into the glove and headed to third and was there in time. So for you listening, all of our sponsors, it's much appreciated. Now a deep shot out into left center, and that is going to fall between the gap. And coming in off a second, the score is Ty Reed and the Governor Wildcats have put up their first run on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, 9-1. to one. And Devin June with a huge double for the Wildcats. A nice shot drives in the run, 9-1, to one, as mentioned. On third base is Fenlong, and now head coach Larry Mahaffey taking the trot out here to the hill. We'll see if that will be it for Jackson Toronto. If it is, he has pitched a marvelous game here this afternoon, did exactly what his coach needed him to do, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, but we'll see. Maybe Larry not going to replace him and just talk to the boys. It is one out on the Wildcats with runners on second and third. Nine to one is your score. If Blue Devils go on to win tomorrow, St. Lawrence University, Jackson will stay in this game. 4.45 around, we'll have pregame for you. 5 p.m. the first pitch. 
speaking of St. Lawrence, I remember a couple of years ago, well, not a couple of years ago, how many years ago was it? Would it have been three? I'm trying to think if Jared came up bar as a freshman for the varsity baseball team. I think that's the case. And he didn't play in the game uh, until it was pretty much decided. Head coach Tom Pingerton put him in for a hitting opportunity, and he rhymed the very first pitch for a base hit. And he just kind of settled in his career pretty quick. Ball one now here to Tyler. That's fifth in the lineup, left-handed batter. Now looks to strike one, evens up the count one and one. And as mentioned, we take a break over the weekend. We'll be letting you know Monday, Tuesday, who we'll be covering. And then after Tuesday the 29th, we'll start to begin to dive into some state playoff action. One ball and two strikes. Now the count to Tyler. He found the plate again, did Jackson. Your right-handed hurler for the Blue Devils. Now a ball knuckled down the third baseline. Foul. And Tyler will come back and dance again here. I remember starting this year at Lisbon on like April 13th in a 36-degree game-time temperature and a little bit of snow. Now a line drive back, Jackson. He catches it, and they double up Ben Long on third. And the Blue Devils are out of the inning just like that. Tyler retired, F1 in the books. It is one run for the Governor Wildcats off of two hits. There was no errors. They stranded one aboard in the end. We are through six innings of play. Although the Blue Devils gave up one to the Governor Wildcats, they have a pretty decent lead, 9-1 to one on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The meat and potatoes coming up. McCormick, Bar, Toronto, 2-3-4 and four next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Spring is finally here, and all those projects that were waiting for nice weather are here too. There's no better tool for tackling those projects than a new Chevy Silverado from Mort Backus & Sons. From work truck packages to the fanciest LTZs, we've got the right truck to help you accomplish your springtime tasks. Stop by and see our great Silverado inventory on Route 68, or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Find new roads with Chevrolet, Silverado, and Mort Backus & Sons where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Councils, Reality Check, and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time, max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit SeawayValleyPreventionCouncil.net. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I don't even know anymore, to be honest with you. Like, we have done so many games in May, but I think we're on a stretch of, like, eight games in ten days or something, or seven in ten, something along those lines. And, Phil, thank you very much, man. You're always there. You're on time. And you get the job done for us every single game. And it's much appreciated. And he's better known as the Chicken Man. <laughs> Too. And now your Blue Devils, Alexander Barrett. Alex Barrett, the junior here, will now step up into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. Bar on deck for the OFA Blue Devils. 
One strike here to Fenlon, or from out of the hand of Fenlon to Barrett. So no balls, one strike to count. Here comes the next one. Swung on, fouled hard down the first base side, just foul. So no balls and two strikes is the count. They're Blue Devils. A run in the first against an unbelievable pitcher with Major League Baseball potential in Connor Fenlon, but they're able to get to him today with some base hits, some walks, a couple errors out there, everything combined, doing things with two outs. They had one run in the first, fouling another one off his Barrett, doing a nice job in his first at-bat against Fenlon here to stay alive. One in the first, two in the second, two in the third, three in the fourth, and one in the fifth. That are the nine runs on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard for the Blue Devils. This bottom of the sixth inning being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. Quality, affordable health care for everybody in St. Lawrence County now inside. And the Ruin Pitcher Funeral Home, your new funeral home choice in Ogdensburg up on New York Avenue across from the park and the hospital. And the winds start to whisk a little bit stronger, but they really have played no part in this game whatsoever today. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on just a bit outside and chased by Barrett, and he'll go down with the K. And that'll be the first out on the Blue Devils here in this inning, the eighth strikeout this afternoon and into the early evening hours for Connor Penlon. And now Jared Barr will step up for your OFA Blue Devils. He walked in the first, came around to score, grounded out to short in the second, reached for an error in the fourth, and came around to score, and now looks at strike one. Toronto, or no, excuse me, I believe that's Chris Garcia for the OFA Blue Devils. And it is in the UPS score, and I forgot on deck circle, and Barr rips a base hit out into center field, gets past the center fielder, Barr with the wheel, now touches second, and he's going to be heading to third, and the throw will not be in time as Barr is safely slid in and standing back up. So Jared Barr with the base hit single and the error by the center fielder allows him to get the third with one down. And that will bring up the junior Chris Garcia here for the OFA Blue Devils as he looks down at assistant coach Steve Pearson. Baldwin awaits on deck. Strike one here to Garcia. Ben Long continuing to work on the hill here for the Wildcats. And now a line drive shot, and that's out in the right field. So Garcia steps up and nails an RBI single with one out to drive in bar. And the Blue Devils continue the pace of scoring at least one run an inning. And how cool is that for the young man to be able to step up and get the RBI single here in the Class B semifinal game? And now Joe Wall coming out. I think maybe Fenlon might be replaced. We'll see. Maybe not here as Ethan Baldwin will come up. And he did this the last time Ethan came up to bat. He came out there. And now Connor Fenlon will hand the ball over here to the Governor Wildcats, Jared Wilson. So Fenlon, five and a third innings worth of work here this afternoon. Nine runs given up. Not a ton of walks. One walk only. Striking out eight batters, but unfortunately, a brilliant career for Connor Fenlon 
as far as high school. Hopefully he has a lot of luck in his future ahead of him. We'll come to a close after this five innings and a third work, being the losing pitcher here this afternoon, giving up the nine runs, one walk, and having eight strikeouts. In the end as well, it was four, five, seven hits. And now, as mentioned, coming into relief is Wilson. The run at first in Garcia, if it came around a score, would also be charged to Connor Fenlong. Speaking of on the hill, how about it? Dex in Toronto pitching a great game here this afternoon for the OFA Blue Devils. No doubt about it. What a performance. And that leaves the Blue Devils with their number one and Ethan Baldwin to go tomorrow against either the Potsdam Sandstoners or the Salmon River Shamrocks. All fingers pointing that it would be the Potsdam Sandstoners, but you'd never know. Shamrocks is a number five seed in the playing game, knocked off the Cant Bears. So with Ethan Baldwin up on deck in the hole waiting is Nate Jenkins for the OFA Blue Devils. Nate going to get his first opportunity perhaps here in this contest, the junior. When he does come up, he'll be batting for Hayden Ives. And now Wilson gets ready, the freshman, and that's up and out of the strike zone a little bit. One ball and no strikes. Wilson, freshman, led off this game for Governor with a leadoff double in the first. He also singled in the sixth, and now he's on the hill for him. Here comes the pitch, and that off Ethan Baldwin. And he tosses the bat pretty heftily back to the dugout there. And now runners on first and second here for the OFA Blue Devils as Garcia over to second. Baldwin on first, hit by the pitch, and that will bring up Nate Jenkins into the right-handed batter spot. Jenkins pinch hitting for eight and knives here in the bottom of the six. Here comes the pitch, and that up on the strike zone. One ball and no strikes is your count. So the Blue Devils' march for a seventh straight Section 10 championship will continue, and we'll have to try to get back against the Sandstorms. I mean, what battles those teams have had, OFA and Potsdam over the years, but then Potsdam went to Class C. Then the battles kind of became between the OFA Blue Devils and the Governor Wildcats, and now we're getting back to that Blue Devils and the Sandstorms. Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike. So one ball and two strikes. Now the count here to Nate Jenkins getting his first appearance at the plate. A right-handed batter for the Blue Devils. And he swings, misses, but gets past the catcher, and the bases will be loaded here for the OFA Blue Devils. It'll actually be a strikeout in the book for Wilson. But Blue Devils, am I missing something? What am I missing? I sorry, I put my head down. And Baldwin is over to second, but out at first. Unless there's a pinch runner. No, two outs. I, I don't I'm sorry. I had my head down. Honestly don't know what the heck happened there. But in the end, Wilson with the strikeout and the second out in this inning. I was just starting to mark things in the book. And now up to bat here for your OFA Blue Devils is Kyle Trombley. 
And that is low and outside. Chris Garcia will come in off a third to score. And the Blue Devils take a 10-1 lead on the hollow pump supply scoreboard. Baldwin makes his way over to second base. So congrats to Garcia coming into the game in the sixth. The big RBI single and the hustle in from third to score. So Kyle Trombley hitting for Brody Woods. And as a result, because that is the 10th run, Oh, I have a I have an issue with that. To be honest with you, a ten run rule. I don't know if it should be during the playoffs. That is a tough way to end the season. But just like that, this game is now over as the Blue Devils score two runs in the bottom of the six off of two hits. There was no errors. They hit one batter. One was stranded in the end. And congratulations to your OFA Blue Devils. A big time decision by head coach Larry Mahaffey to start Jackson Triano and save number one, and Jackson Triano pitched like number one. And we sat right here, you and I did, many weeks ago, talking about how deep the pitching staff is for the OFA Blue Devils and a tremendous performance by Jackson Triano. And, well, we will dive out of the game and all of a sudden dive into our Mort Bacchus and Sons post-game show and, well, your winning pitcher here this afternoon, Jackson Trano, six innings, giving up just one run off of three hits, struck out nine batters, had great control, only giving up two walks. The losing pitcher, unfortunately, for the Governor Wildcats, Connor Fenlon, working five and a third innings, giving up ten runs off of eight hits, striking out eight batters, and walking one. Wilson, the freshman, came in relief for a little while for the Governor Wildcats until the Blue Devils added that 11th run and got up by 10 to end the game here in the bottom of the sixth inning. We go back to the very top of the first inning, and this is a play that you have to remember, or plays, I should say. Wilson, the freshman for the Wildcats, led off with a double, so nobody down. All of a sudden, the Wildcats on the road got some momentum going, but then... The Blue Devils defensively were able to get the next three outs. But within those three outs, there was some potential pass balls that could have been passed Hayden Ives, but he blocked them. As a result, that kept the entire time Wilson at second, which means he eventually couldn't run in from third, and the Governor Wildcats were not able to capitalize on an early run. So which way did the game change from that point in time? Then the Blue Devils come up in the bottom of the first. They got two outs on them. Jared Barr earns a walk, steals a base, Next thing you know, Jackson Toronto singles, and the Blue Devils have a one nothing lead after Ethan Baldwin came up after Jackson doubled out in the left center. And this was a big point in this baseball game, too, because that double, it rolled under the fence. And Jackson Toronto, no doubt, would have came home, and it was going to be a 2 nothing Blue Devil lead. But because it rolled over the fence, he was held at third, and it was one to nothing. And I wondered if that maybe run would come back to haunt the OFA Blue Devils. And then all of a sudden, Governor comes up in the second, and Jackson, Toronto, Kate, all three guys that came up, a smooth, efficient second inning. And then just what the Blue Devils were doing, whether Jackson on the hill pitching was behind in the count and having to come back, or the Blue Devils were after at bats and down, no balls and two strikes, they had to come back. They just continued to do it. And mixed with one hit, they took advantage of an error, and some things happened, and along with a walk, they scored two runs in the bottom of the second to take a 3 nothing lead. And then again... Blue Devils, they give one, two, three, boom. Go the Governor Wildcats in the third. 
Blue Devils come up in the third. Uh, Jackson got walked. There was an error. Uh, next thing you know, with an RBI single by Brody Woods, the seventh batter in the lineup, the Blue Devils pack two more runs on, have a 5 nothing lead after three innings of play. We get into fourth inning, very minor turbulence, one walk, a strikeout for Jackson, a couple fielders' choices, bada boom, bada bing, out of the fourth inning where the Blue Devils defensively, they continue to get things going in that fourth inning. They do. They get their leadoff guy out, unfortunately, the Blue Devils, but then Jacob Sharp singled, then a fielder's choice, an error, uh, RBI single uh, by Jackson Toronto. Next thing you know, a double by Ethan Baldwin. Blue Devils score three more runs in the fourth to take an 8 nothing lead on the Howland Puck Supplies scoreboard. We go into the fifth. Little minor turbulence, but no biggie. Just a walk by Jackson. He strikes out two guys in that inning, and we go to the fifth, and the Blue Devils do not stop. Brody Woods got on via walk and eventually came around to score. Nine to nothing was the score heading into the top of the stick. Uh, and that's when finally the Governor Wildcats got some things going a little bit, got some runners on, put a couple base hits together, uh, scored a run, and it was nine to one at that time. But then your Blue Devils, they come up in the bottom of the sixth. Jared Barr gets a single, RBI single by Chris Garcia coming up to bat for the first time this afternoon. Both those guys come in to score, and as a result, the 10-run rule becomes in an effect, and the Blue Devils win it in the bottom of the sixth, 11-1, the official score on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Congratulations to Jackson Toronto, the winning pitcher here this afternoon, playing the six innings giving up just one run off of three hits, striking out nine, and walking two. We got to now pick our Busters player of the game. I owe it one to Ethan from the beginning of the year, but you know what? I mean, Jackson stepped up, did exactly what he needed to do uh, for his team as the pitcher today, and for head coach Larry Mahaffey to make head coach Larry Mahaffey and assistant coach Steve Pearson look brilliant. He pitched, as I mentioned, the six innings, giving up only one run off of three hits, walking just a couple batters, and the nine strikeouts. Just for that alone, he deserves the Buster's player of the game. But then when you look offensively, three for three, or excuse me, two for two this afternoon, he singled in the first before being stranded. He walked in the third, came around to score, and then an RBI single in the fourth and came around to score. So he got a job done on the hill. He got it done at the at-bat. So congratulations to Jackson Toronto, our Busters player of the game. Your OFA Blue Devils, what a position they have put themselves in to play the Potsdam Sandstoners tomorrow in the Boys Class B Championship game. And that will be St. Lawrence University, 445 around the pregame. And then the start will be 5 p.m. Of course, we will be there. I am so proud of the OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team. When I just look at this game and I look back at it, I can't tell you how enough they manufactured some things on the bases with two outs. When the guys were down, no balls and two strikes and a lot of at-bats early, they just found a way. And when Jackson was on the hill and he was down three balls and no strikes, he found a way to come back. So just an all-around really solid, nice baseball game, and it's much appreciated on my behalf to your OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team. And thank you to their play. We'll get a chance to see them tomorrow here on the North Country Sports Authority. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Phil at the stations for pressing the buttons, making the magic happen. The final, your Blue Devils 11, the Governor Wildcats 1. You heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority.
This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. Your doctor, in addition to medications, may prescribe exercise, and there is none better and easier than walking. And how about a new dog friend to walk with? You may find these new friends at the St. Lawrence Valley SPCA. If you aren't able to adopt a pet, how about donating your coin change to your local SPCA at our cash register during April and May? These innocent animals deserve our help. For all your medications, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. Do you mind if I go golfing with the boys? Maybe I should try this another way. Hey, hon, I picked this up for you earlier today. It's one of Rose's homemade desserts from Buster's. Ah, this looks delicious. By the way, honey, do you mind if I go golfing with the boys today? Oh, yeah. Man, if you haven't tried one of Rose's homemade desserts, stop into Buster's in Ogdensburg or Canton. Too good to have just one. And don't forget, baby back ribs back at Buster's on Sunday night. Mashed potatoes, a side, comes with the salad bar. What people think can be very important. On Facebook, didn't have to, but Larry took the time to write, I've lived in my house 40 years and I'm always worried about the location of my sewer line. Under a cement slab, no access. Last week, fears came true. A break in the line. JMS tunneled under my house and ran a brand new line to the road. No longer have to worry about anything going wrong under the house. Professional, courteous, hardworking. Any kind of plumbing or sewer issue, I highly recommend them. With reviews like that, it's simple. JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. Hey, did you know that in our local high schools, two to three students in each class could be having a serious gambling problem? These two or three students could be our kids or friends of theirs. Studies show that teen gambling and the problems it causes threatens the well-being of our teens just as much as using drugs, alcohol, or tobacco do. They'll bet on video games, cards, ping pong, online, you name it. Our kids are simply better off if we can try to stop it early. For more information or help, call the Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org. You can find the UPS store in Ogdensburg minutes from the bridge around the corner down the street, Price Chopper Plaza, right where you need them, when you need them. They understand that you're looking for convenience and reliability. You need to be organized, packed, shipped, collated, and printed. And they recognize the challenge to have all of that done faster and for less money. See, it's not just about packaging and shipping. It's about solutions to what you need done. Minutes from the bridge, Price Chopper Plaza, the UPS store in Ogdensburg. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. 
Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.